Tell me what you drink and we can go pour one Tell me what you think and we can have some more fun I know that you said you don't think of me But what you're doing now is telling different Hi, it's Wednesday, we October 18th And it's time for a new episode of Stealing Home yeah. The show yeah. with Anthony, the brother it, it is me under this mask It, it is. is And it this is. is not Carmen San Diego. It's my sister Lisa And we're here to talk about some baseball yeah, yeah, we are. But we're in our Halloween costumes, if we you guys are. haven't it's noticed. It's spooky season. Um, one of us took spooky a lot more serious than the other. Um, where am I? I don't know. I think some people would say Do this is an improvement. Do you know where you are? <laughs> I can't even see out of this mask. <laughs> I think I'm on the set of our show, but I'm okay. not sure. But I was going to say, some people think this is actually an improvement from from what they usually see. So hopefully we can get generate some more viewers. Oh, okay. Yeah. You do cocky a lot better than self-deprecating. Don't do that. <laughs> what? What? All I can right. barely see how We this can't thing. do the show if you're going to keep doing that. Huh? If we, you do that again, I'm, I'm calling it. You're off? I'm turning it's a, off the lights. It's a solo man show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's not funny. It's <laughs> I think gross. It's funny. Um, yeah, so I guess only two, only two games yeah. going on. We haven't had a lot. I mean, there's a lot less baseball. Only four teams left. Yeah, but I was saying only two games, so naturally, like, before you were complaining about how there's so many teams, too right. many games. that's what I'm saying. Have you had some eyes on some of these games? I have had eyes on some of these games. Which well, which one have you watched more of, do you know, like, Red, so or, uh, Red Sox, Rangers. Rangers, Astros more? I've watched more of the Rangers. You were excited for the Texas High Noon Showdown. I was very excited for the Texas standoff, so I'm glad. I'm glad we got it. And also, um, Diamondbacks not doing too well. So yeah, yeah, that's it your other pick. Been, yeah, hasn't been what I've wanted to watch. Well, before we jump into it though, what is, what? So the people know. Obviously, I don't know if everyone knows who Carmen San Diego is. That might break your heart. Oh, but yeah. let them know what well, what you are. Because you know the thing is that um, you're a lot younger than me. Yeah. And not a lot. But people who watch the show are probably going to be your age. Did you know who Carmen San Diego was? Not until you explained her to me oh, in high school. I feel sad. like you've had this costume for years. I have. I guess we're gonna have to like. I guess we're gonna have to try to hit the millennials on this one. Carmen San Diego is a popular video game from the early two thousands. It was a video game. Yes. I thought it was like a computer. It was a TV game. show. It was a computer game. Ah. Uh, and you, it taught you geography. By <laughs> so lame. you had to. So Carmen San Diego is a spy who uh, she's a master thief. She steals things, and you have to figure out where in the world is Carmen San Diego. And so it teaches you geography through theft and through crime. by like looking at clues. Because then the clue would be like, <laughs> uh, Carmen left behind this brochure of the Louvre. And then you have to be like, well, where is the Louvre? Oh, it's, it's in Paris. Paris. Oh, I knew that. Not even play Carmen San Diego. Yeah, no, Carmen San Diego helped a lot. Yeah, cool. Well, do you know what I am? Just guessing by my fit. Uh, you're old. I know that. I'm a the average Phillies fan. Wow. <laughs> okay. I got the Penn State hoodie. And I see it now. What? Well, I don't know. <laughs> when did you get that hoodie? I've had this hoodie. Okay. Shout out to Adri. Adri gave me this hoodie. Oh, nice. In college. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, real funny. I'm really excited to Philly, do Philly the entire episode staff. looking at this. I'm so, so excited. I'm sure people are just going to see my eyes like teeming with positivity. 
This is absurd. I'm having way too much fun than I should have with this. You are, and honestly, that's the worst costume you tried on yesterday. <laughs> this not, is not the best. I'm, it is. The, it's just a mask and regular clothes. But all right, let's let's hop into some let's baseball. Talk about baseball, please, dear God. <laughs> let's hop into some baseball. So, Rangers and Astros, the Texas High Noon Showdown, showdown that we've all been waiting for, right? Like we, Lisa's had this in her calendar book since April when the season started. It's so funny. People are like, I'm I'm seeing now, and like other baseball shows, they're talking about like this. Texas, Texas. Thing. We've been on that. I'm like, I've been saying this for I don't even know how long I've been talking about. We've been Texas, on that. Texas. Yeah. yeah, we've been on that, and we, we finally had it. And I, I'm not gonna lie, I have not been disappointed. I have hasn't no. been that well crazy, but it, the first two games were pretty entertaining. Before we get into like the whole recap, I want to ask, like, what do you think of the playoffs so far overall? Because I've been seeing chatter online that a lot of people think that these playoffs have been really, really boring. I don't want to discuss baseball as boring. But yeah, I'd well, agree. I'd agree with them. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say I don't mean like the sport itself. No, I know. Just I know. More like I know. I just hate hitting on this, like crapping on it. But yeah, these playoffs haven't been as entertaining as past playoffs. There's been like no real tight. I think nothing back and forth. Right. Yeah. If you have like a team that usually gets the lead ends up winning, so it's right. like there hasn't been. There's one game and that was Braves and Phillies when it was back and forth and Harper got doubled up. That game was like. Good back and forth. That was, we've had that out of like twenty games. Yeah, exactly. You know? But I mean, it's cool. To, like the only thing that's really carrying this playoffs right now is like Philly and their crowd. Which like, I that's think fun to watch. Which is a party on itself. They don't care. They're they've not, been. They just dominate. They're not them. doing it for us. They're doing yeah, it for them. They're dancing on their own. Right, that's and that's <laughs> fine. And I love that for them. So. Um, what's more is that like this makes me think back to last week. Was it last week when we talked about um, Bryce Harper? And the entire beef with Arcia and yeah. like all the stuff that happened that was in the locker cool. room. That was well, cool. and that's what I'm like, you know, I, I'm seeing chatter about people not enjoying this playoff season that they feel like it's boring. And then I'm like, this is the kind of stuff you need. Like, yeah. But I think they're they're probably just talking about the games wise. Yeah, they are. Like, that was they exciting, are. but then the Ash the Braves got bullied no, they, off the block on that. They on the are saying game. that because of yeah. the, yeah, I, the I games agree. themselves. I would agree. But also like then then make it more exciting. They, they're not on the field. <laughs> they, they can't. I know, but what well, I guess what I'm trying to say. That's is why people sports bet. Don't be upset when a reporter makes it more exciting. Oh, valid. Yeah. That's what we were saying last week. That's what week. we were saying, last, we were saying week. last week. So the more I hear people being like bored, bored with these series, just not being as interesting, I'm like, well, yeah. you had something interesting and you were upset by it. So I, I don't, I don't think, know what you want. I don't think a lot of the only people who are upset probably were the journalists. Mm. But let's hop in. Rangers Astros. So game one. Astros ended up losing in Minute Maid both games, right? Minute Maid. Minute Maid is their park. And that is in? Houston. This is this what this is? Are you going to do this every time? time I come <laughs> so uh, Astros ended up losing the first game 2 to nothing to the Rangers. The Rangers ended up scoring two runs and, and shut out the Astros, right? Uh, Verlander at age 40 pitched a great game. I have it here. He, you know, six point two innings pitched. He, I can't. Uh, I'm sorry to Verlander. I'm sorry to this man. And Kate. I, I'm sorry to the entire Verlander family for what I'm about to say. Oh my god. I know that he is a very good pitcher. I'm. I am aware of that. Hall of Fame. Yes. No. I'm. Yeah. Like Hall of Fame. He's an artiste, as Kate said. But here's <laughs> the thing. I can't. She did actually. She did an interview where she said oh. uh, he's an artist on oh. the pitching mound, which I, you know, he does. He, Watching him, the way he moves, you can tell it's it's a, a real technique. Van Gogh. Yeah, he's really no, but I mean, it's the same every time. It's like astounding, like how yeah. dialed in he is. Yeah. Okay. So again, I apologize to the Verlander family because I can't hear the name Verlander 
without thinking about that cringe documentary about Otani oh. that played during the yeah well, the WBC World yes, Baseball Classic. World Baseball Classic. And I know that I should be thinking about Verlander being an amazing pitcher, about him and Kate and their beautiful little family, about the game that I'm watching. I should be probably paying attention to that. But all <laughs> I can think about is how much his brother is clearly in love with Shohei Otani. Ben Verlander and his Is that even his, his name? Like, ben, yeah, okay, ben Yeah, he needs help. <laughs> I feel bad for him. <laughs> he needs Verlander. Otani's going to be a free agent, so maybe he'll sign... To wherever, you know, I guess wherever Houston. his brother is. You know, Houston, yeah, wherever Ben Verlander is. <laughs> so, yeah, I like to watch Verlander, but just know that when he is on, this is sad because even though he, everyone else is probably thinking this, that's insane that you're going to hear Verlander and think about a weird Otani documentary and not a world-class pitcher, but I that is where thought, my mind is. I thought when you said, I can't help but think, like when I hear Verlander, I can't help but think, I thought you were going to say Zoolander. No. You'd be happier with that, probably. I, yeah. yeah. I <laughs> think about Otani. With ben Verlander and Shohei Otani. I think about a weird interview with like the, the janitor at Otani's school in high school. That's what I think about. Okay. So, well, the 40-year-old older brother of Ben he Verlander, did. he threw a good game. Yeah, he did. He threw six and two-thirds, uh, only gave up two earned runs. Uh, you know, he actually pitched really good for a 40-year-old man married to a hot supermodel wife. Right? That is true. Those are facts. The only thing is he didn't pitch as good as Jordan Montgomery for the Rangers. That's true, too. Jordan Montgomery threw six and a third, so one less out, but he had no earned runs against him. He was absolutely carving up a dangerous Astros lineup filled with great hitters. So that was game one. Uh, the story, you know, story of the tape, was it tail of the tape? Rangers just outpitched Verlander. Verlander didn't throw bad. He gave up three runs, but the other team pitched better than Verlander. Yeah, did. and it was one of those games where, you know, they kept those pitchers in for a while. Yeah, it was and fun to was watch. And that was fun to watch. Yeah. You know, that's good to see. Especially with uh, Jordan Montgomery with how he pitched Jordan Alvarez, the big yeah. Cuban first uh, mm -hmm. outfielder. I think he plays right field for the uh, Astros, Astros DH sometimes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he carved him up, struck him out three times. Jordan yeah. Montgomery did for the Rangers. Right. So it was fun to see that battle because he, the, Alvarez is the Astros' hottest hitter right now. Right. And then seeing Montgomery with how he kind of, kind of carved him up in his at-bats. I mean, you take their hottest hitter and you strike him out three times, you're, you're on your A game. Like, if that's what your best hitter's doing, good luck to the other guys if your best hitter strikes out three times. Yeah, and Montgomery, is this his first year with the Rangers? Uh, he yeah, he got traded. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I want That's a good thing we can talk about. Yeah. So, uh, Jordan Montgomery was on the Yankees originally. But he was, like, low on the Yankees list, right? Yeah. Like, he did was you see low about, the Did bullpen. you see something about this that you want to talk about? No, just I'm getting hit straight Because there's no guys. way. Yeah, there's <laughs> no way. She had to have seen this. And I think what you're referencing is that the Yankees traded him away to the Cardinals because they didn't see Jordan Montgomery being a playoff pitcher for them. And then, lo and behold, he goes to the Rangers, and he strikes out Yoran Alvarez three times, shuts out the Astros lineup, which – by the way, the Yankees got swept by the Astros last year. They could have used some Jordan Montgomery. It's this fucking mask, dude. In it's the really same series. In the, in the mask. Yeah. It's like looking at the Looking at your, your giant eyes. I know you're so excited. But what I'm but saying is, no, is valid, right? Like Jordan. No, I mean, I think this is it, – it's so interesting. Like I, I was reading about that, and I was like, man, they – the Yankees fucked up, man. This says, yeah, and I'm kind of like, you know what? I wonder what's going on over there in the Bronx. Like, what are the decision-making that they're – because this guy clearly has yeah. it. Well, like, everyone wants the GM for the Yankees to be fired, Brian Cashman. Yeah. They're like, get him out of here. You got to – I mean, you see stuff like this, and you're like, okay. Yeah. That's a – because I'm sorry. Like, he never showed any promise. He goes from, like, not showing promise at <laughs> well, the Yankees to coming in and being an ace for the Rangers. When you go to Paris, Brett Lindsay, who's coming in to replace you, he's going to be uh, – He's a Yankee fan. 
And when that okay. trade happened initially from Montgomery going to the Yankees to the Cardinals, he told me, like, what are we doing? Like, so he knew. And he a lot knew. of other Yankees. So people fans knew. knew. So people exactly. knew. It wasn't a, it's not a secret. And so. the Yankee fans are so down in the gutter right now. Like, they are so upset <laughs> with how their team is. And what they see other players go off and have success. And they're like, what are we doing? Why are we giving these guys away? But, yeah, um, continuing with this last game, something really cool. We talked about Bryce Harper getting uh, doubled up. You see, I think you might have seen, I don't know if you were watching this game with me, but Alex Bregman off Aroldis Chapman, who Chapman in that park minute made, which is in? Houston. Yeah. He has had moments against the Astros where Altuve or someone else has hit a walk-off bomb off Aroldis Chapman, the pitcher for the Rangers. And Bregman comes up with Altuve on first base and hits an absolute missile out to left, like a, uh, a light tower, skyscraping shot, whatever. And Evan Carter out in left field jumps up and makes a leap of faith and catches the oh, ball I at the wall. Oh, I did see this, yeah. Doubles up Altuve. And it, literally, if that ball was 10 feet, we're talking about a tie game, and we're probably getting one of those exciting games we're talking about. Yeah. And that would have been that. And, that, and then we're thinking, oh, the Astros are the Astros. But no, it was we don't. 10 feet to the right. Evan Carter makes a catch, doubles up Altuve. And that's all she wrote pretty much for game one. Uh, game two. A little bit more of the same. The Rangers came out hot against Framber Valdez. Framber Valdez, starting pitcher for the Astros. He's been struggling. He threw a no-hitter in the middle of the year. Then ever since then, kind of, he's been throwing a lot of hitters. <laughs> so he went from throwing a no-hitter to a lot of hitters there. Yeah. And he struggled again, gave up four runs in the first. The Astros started chipping away, chipping away. Who else but Jordan Alvarez hits two home runs that game. Um, end up losing 5-4 to four to the Rangers. So now their Astros are down 2 nothing in the series. But Which is kind of, I mean, it's still the Astros. They can come back. They can come back, but you if know what? If anyone can do it, it would be them. Yeah. But at the same time, now we're heading over to the Texas Rangers field, and that's now their home. Globe Life Park. Thank you. Which is in Texas. Com- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> San Diego. What are we doing? Dallas for Arlington, technically. Well, yeah. Arlington. Technically. Yeah. But you want to talk about managers leaving their guys in right and you got two old school managers like we talked about in the series yes. Bruce Bochy and right. Dusty Baker um, Bruce Bochy with a uh, nasty native oldie the starting pitcher for the Rangers he was again doing a good game for the Rangers going in deep these guys will ride their starters out for the game and we saw that with native oldie it's it's good to see I mean it's it's it is old school but you know what like especially to seeing these managers I know the Astros have obviously been successful for you know at this point seven we can't, years yeah we can't remember when they weren't seven years but like with the rangers coming up you've got a lot of young guys and you see like these managers that are so confident and they know what they're doing and you can tell that they're really running the game the way they want to yeah whether they're losing or winning like they're doing with what they want and they've been around the block so they yeah and it's, that's it's what cool i like to see. i mean it's, it's nice to watch but there's two people put baseball in like two boxes right analytics the the right. geeks the nerds and then like feel which is like the old man with the cane who's like ah you know whatever but I think really where it needs to be is kind of like a mix of the of the middle and I think that's what these two managers do like they have some feel they know the analytics and they'll go by the analytics but if they see a guy who has a hot hand they'll ride that hot hand yeah because at the end of the day I mean we're not robots we're humans right and sometimes you have a really good day that the analytic like it's an outlier. And, yeah. and you have to be able to recognize that. Yeah. And, uh, That's a good point. I think Bruce Bochy from the managers, uh, for the Rangers definitely realized it with Dana Voldy. He left him in, bases loaded in this situation. I believe it's 5-2, to two, mm-hmm. something along those lines in the bottom of the fifth. And Nate Voldy is able to work himself out of this jam. 
and here's a video for that. Pretty impressive. Another 2-2. Gets the strikeout. And then top of the order here with Altuve. See ya. Sit down. And now you're like, oh god, base is loaded, no outs. You gotta get at least one. And Redmond goes to down. Ground ball. We're getting hyped up. So, I mean, that's, and that's like the stuff that you want to see as a baseball fan. It's like, yeah, let's, you know, adversity hits. You want to see that guy work through it. And, and you saw the emotion from Nate Evaldi when he got I mean, that's a big moment in the game because the Astros could have turned it upside down. I was going to say, it's also, it's not just a, when you have these big moments that you like to see, it's also because it's, it's exciting for you to watch. Yeah. Because the whole time you've got bases loaded, you know. The odds are they're probably One hit. Yeah. And like. Two runs. God forbid a home run. You're absolutely <laughs> fucked. But you, but if you get him out, then that's huge. Because, I mean, God. And that feels awful for the other team. This is high emotion stuff. Because when you're, you've got a, like, yeah. bases loaded and you can't even get somebody in, that's the worst feeling. Oh, my gosh. That's a worst. When you get back into it's the dugout and the you had, like, yeah, it is. Yeah. And you had bases loaded, you couldn't make that happen. Like, that's the worst feeling ever. And uh, I guess another thing, too, is, like, I don't know how other people – I mean, obviously, people were like, I don't care what happens. I just want to win the game, which is like, yes, yes. But That's true. But if you were to choose how you win the game, if I were to choose how we win or lose, right, I would want to see Nate Evoldi on the mound and get through that jam instead of bringing someone else in, especially yeah. that early in the game because he was throwing pretty good. Like, okay, later, seventh inning, he's tired. Yeah, it makes sense to pull him. Or, like, if we were to lose – I want to lose with my best guy on the mound. And sometimes yeah. that is a guy in the bullpen, right? Like later in the game, you got a guy who throws 100. Yeah, I'm going to lose with him, not my starter who's thrown 90 million pitches. Yeah. So it makes sense. But, um, yeah, that's the two recaps. The Astros find themselves down 2 nothing, and they're going to be heading over to Texas. Arlington. Arlington. They're in Texas. They don't leave Texas this whole series. <laughs> but um, Yeah, when- no, it'll. I think, you know what, I'm feeling good. I picked the Rangers. Um I can't remember if it was that he picked them for the whole series or just for one game. Who? Jeter also picked uh, the Rangers, which made me feel very confident in my pick because yeah, I see you had I'm the Rangers in six. Rangers in six. Rangers in six. I can. I fuck. I can see him in five at this point. Brett had the Rangers in seven, and I had Houston in six. So I can afford only one more loss from Houston before my my pick is done. Yeah, I, I think I'm feeling good for the Rangers, and I'm sure if you're, you know, everyone who's a baseball fan that does not root for the Astros, you're also rooting for the Rangers right now. Yeah, no, there was a graphic I saw on Twitter, and I'll, I'll probably put it up in post, but I saw a graphic, and I might have texted it to you. It was yeah, like America, and it was like by sports bettors, like who they're picking or who they're betting on, and like all of Everyone's America Rangers. except for like Texas and Louisiana. <laughs> we're Rangers fans. Yeah, but makes me feel kind of bad for the Houston fans, but also they've had it good for so long. And they, I mean, the cheaters—they're the outlaws. Remember, they're at the what bad point, guys. Okay, here's a question: guys. At what point do you forgive and do forget? you let go of the cheating incident? I don't know, man. I think it depends on. Like I said, I remember I was like, I'm a fan of Correa, and he was like head honcho. Oh, really? Stuff, oh, I didn't much. know that. Not like head honcho, but he was like a big face. He was like the like you know how like when something mafia happens, bosses. they throw a face. Yeah, yeah, sure. He was a mafia boss. And I was a big fan of him, so like. So like, okay, it was the White Sox, right? Who the Black Sox? The Black Sox, yeah. And that was what a hundred years ago. Yeah. Okay. This is very. This is is like, that how long it's gonna take? Like, <laughs> people <laughs> still don't forget the Black. Can Sox. we move on? People who look like this do not forget the Black Sox <laughs> when they got their neck fat jiggling. But, um, wanted to bring up this guy. Don't know if you've heard the name Evan Carter before. 
I have, yes. I did just mention him about 30 seconds ago. Yes. I another catch. He's a left fielder for the Texas Rangers. Right. Um, he's kind of like, it's kind of like his coming out party this playoffs. Because okay. uh, he's a 21-year-old who got drafted in the second round by the Texas Rangers. Okay. And when he got drafted, everyone was like, terrible pick. They were like, this guy is like uh, average, like he's like a, a good college player at best. Why are they drafting him? second overall because he was still in high school uh but the rangers ended up doing it and it looks like it's paying off for him in this in this playoff run that they're having right yeah, now. yeah it's always interesting to me when people and this happens in college too with like football um you know and people make comments about you know who you're picking and in, in what area of the draft or whatever and my thing is like i mean i think at this point we've seen enough college players go on to just suck in the professional leagues and we've seen guys who were average at best in college go on to be amazing yeah in their pro league you see so, no names all the time so to yeah so yeah. i mean if someone i mean i gotta imagine guys sorry not to be that person but like i gotta imagine that the the gm over at the rangers has a better understanding of who this guy is than you are so <laughs> well, they've probably been watching him for a long exactly right? so yeah. maybe we give him maybe give him a break until he can at least show us some stuff but i mean know? it wasn't even just like the fans it was like the analysts too and the analysts watch guys too so it's not like, but I'm just saying. Do like, you ever feel like that, like someone says a thing and then everyone just like hops on that? Yeah, that's what you think happened here. I think it happens a lot more than we want to admit. Yeah, like I think it's very possible that some analyst was like, "That was stupid," had no basis for that, no, like, and then like everyone yeah, else that was sounds like, "Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah." You know what? Stupid. That's true. Why would they do that? And the next thing you know, this kid's got like some reputation, but he's actually. He was balling out. Pretty pretty yeah. good. He's hitting 350 right now, and he's 7 for 20 with a jack in the postseason so yeah. far. I guess if you're surprised by that, then, like, don't be. You don't know until someone shows you what's going on. One of my favorite things with Evan Carter is they kind of interviewed him, I believe, after game one, after he had two great catches and doubled up Altuve and got a double to start off the Rangers kind of little rally they had to score enough runs to win, which was more than zero because Astros didn't hit. But they interviewed Evan Carter, and he was like, as a 21-year-old, he was just like, and you would think he's kind of starstruck, just called, got called up in September. Hasn't even played a full le- a year in Major League Baseball. And they're asking him, you know, about his mental process in the playoffs. And he's just like, dude, I'm having fun right now. He's like, this is amazing. And I'm like, dude, yeah, this guy's playing loose. He gets it. He's like almost, he's like, just, he's just enjoying it right now. And it shows with this game because he's playing a lot better. Well, you know what? That's probably a lot of that. Is credit to him, but another part of that's credit to coaching, right? Yeah, yeah, making that's, that environment loose, yeah, that sort of thing. A, a man, and also like a the coaches teammates. and managers and teammates that you trust, mm-hmm. that yeah. you can go out there and have a good time. It's a good clubhouse down there in Texas. They're gonna, probably going like to be it. good for a while. They're going to be good for a while as long as they have the pitching. Yeah, uh, it seems like we're always we're going to be destined to have one Texas team we can't get rid of. I'm now a fan of Evan Carter. I love it. I like Evan Carter a lot. And Rangers fans, I'm not sure how you're going to feel about this, but Evan Carter is giving me. A little bit of David Freeze vibes. I know you don't know what that means, but he's giving me David Freeze vibes in terms of young guy on a team starting to get hot in the in the postseason, kind of like a no name, but he ends up making a name for himself and maybe helps you guys win a World Series. It could happen. Maybe it could know. happen. So, I think I think a lot of people put in the Texas Rangers in the World Series for this year. I know you did. I yeah, did. But David Freeze, short note. Played for the Cardinals, helped the Cardinals win a World Series against the Texas Rangers. That's why I was like, I don't know how they're going to feel about this, but he's giving me David Freeze vibes. Maybe they'll feel good because, yeah, finally we have a David Freeze. 
Um, another funny thing that happened in this series. Okay. Right? I thought these series were boring. <laughs> they're, they're not. They're not. They're just not not back and forth scoring. I right? Know. So, baseball players. Are we athletes? Are we unathletic? You got guys like Big Poppy. That's the question. You got guys like Aaron Judge who could look like they could play football, you know? Yeah. What do you make of this? I don't know if you saw this, but Adolis Garcia um, showing off his athleticism. 2 2 pitch from Valdez. Garcia takes ball through. Oh, the Whoa, handstand. I didn't see this. <laughs> Is that athleticism? That Pretty impressive, right? might have hit him. It's like a hit him on the Yeah, foot. I don't know why we should put him in for uh, gymnastics. Yeah, We've got an Olympics coming up. Get the umpire view on this, too. Caught his front foot, maybe. Pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm one of these people that, like, I like to say I'm, I'm clumsy, but I don't fall. A lot of good air time and I here. do shit like this all the time. <laughs> yep, like, got the front I'm foot. Not, I am this in my everyday life. Yeah, like, Garcia's I will trip on, on something. This is a, but a instead of, like, falling, it's just overly dramatic. And then I land, and I'm like, wow, that was tough. And everyone's like, why did you do a cartwheel? Why did that happen? You turn into like some kind of ninja. Like Just you'll a slip, but then like do like a double backflip handstand. This is why longboarding was so tough for me. Because you always fell. No, because if I start to even feel like I'm going to fall, I just jump. I just abandon ship. <laughs> which, is, which is basically that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. It was fun. And what I liked was... Uh, online the memory of people you know putting him doing uh, yeah different i didn't even places. see that yeah yeah oh man you gotta be on reddit man yeah yeah is that, what, is that where the action are real she real baseball guyers are on reddit she so i guess you went to reddit because you want to learn more about baseball like get more in tune with the with the baseball culture like but she's in reddit and i know the people in reddit are like it's not even that i want to i i think the game is ruined when you do too much of this. That's literally Reddit. Stuff. But you point at me like sad stuff. No, I'm just oh. saying like, oh, like you know, <laughs> when you do it so much, like yes, it's important. But like you said, you also have to feel it too. It's still a game of oh, human. Yeah, you have to have analytics. Yeah, and... it's like not. It's not a science. It's an art, I think. And you can have some science in that, but ultimately, it's an art. Uh, anyway, yeah. So I'm. But Reddit is where people talk about shit. Yeah. That's where, that's where the where, tea's at? That's where the tea's at. Reddit's got that's the tea. On, that's why I'm on Reddit. I might have to get on And you know on what? Reddit. No one likes to gossip. Like, geeks and guys like to gossip. And the MLB Reddit is like the, the Venn diagram of the two things. Okay. Gotcha. And that's it's, where you're at. That's, that's where I'm at. Right, you can be on Reddit reporter. <laughs> yeah. We got maybe a sneak preview at the new Segi we got later. Yeah, I need a stand-up mic. Um. Look, let's look ahead to game three. That's actually being played tonight and right, actually yeah, right now. Right now, speak. yeah. And we have, I don't know what the score is, so we can and give we like checked? an actual pre- – don't check, don't check, don't check. Okay. Because we got to give our preview of what we think is currently happening, right? Hey, the Rangers are going to dominate. Okay, well, let's look. Rangers are hot, babe. We got game three at Arlington, Texas in Houston, and uh, it's going to be Christian Javier for the Astros pitching against Max Scherzer, and you can see their stats there, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just looking at their regular season stats, Max Scherzer is going to be a future Hall of Fame pitcher. Javier's not a bad pitcher either, but he's not no Max Scherzer, right? Max Scherzer's coming back from an injury to start game three. Don't know how long he's going to go, you know, because he is coming back from being hurt. Mm. But it'll be interesting to see that guy get out there for the Rangers. I'm talking about a Hall of Fame pitcher. Um, Obviously, though, when you look at his playoff stats, Javier's looks like a Hall of Fame resume. Max Scherzer is a little bit of kind of like on the struggle bus there. You see a 358 ERA. Javier throwing a one nine one in the playoffs and a five one record, so it looks good for the Astros. Um, 
What do you see, I guess, with this pitching matchup? Who do you think has the upper hand in terms of their starting pitcher? I mean, I can see that obviously he's, his stats aren't as good in the playoffs, but I think Scherzer, I'm, that's, that's what I would go with. I yeah. mean, Hall of Fame guy, put the ball in his hands. Yeah, just let's see what happens. You know, let's have psycho. some faith in the guy. Two different colored eyes. Can't oh, trust yeah? that guy. Love that. That's cool. Can't trust that guy. He's a psycho. <laughs> I think that's Two different cool. colored eyes. Can't trust that guy. I think it's fun. I think, I mean, dude, Javier has it proven in, in the playoffs that he pitches well. I mean, 5-1 record. His ERA is sub-2. I mean, yeah, God give the ball. Oof. If I had the choice to win one game, do I give the ball to Scherzer or Javier? Scherzer coming off an injury, too. I think I'm giving it to Javier. So I think the Astros have the upper hand. I think they might, they're going to win tonight in Texas. Um I might still give to Scherzer, injury and everything. I think sometimes you come back from rest and you're going into the playoffs, might have some stuff to prove. I don't know. All right. I, I put some faith in the So you, you did have Texas in six. Brett had it in seven. I have Houston in six. Um, Astros are down 2 nothing. It says a team that's down 2 nothing in the series or a team that's up 2 nothing in the series usually wins that series 84% of the time. So I have a 6% chance that the Astros come back, or a 16% chance. My math is, I was never yeah. the best math student, right? But you get the gist of what I'm saying. Yeah. You feeling comfortable with your pick so far? I you? am. I am. And I'm glad I picked them. All right. Cool. Another side note, looking forward to it. Uh, Jordan Alvarez is on fire right now. Six bombs in six games, even with the game that he got struck even out. Even with Montgomery, times. yeah, exactly. which is impressive, yeah. given He's that he won a whole game without getting one. On fire, yeah. yeah. Not even getting a hit, he went over. Yeah, game. yeah. So game three, who do you, I mean, you got Houston still losing. Scherzer's getting the ball there. I think Houston's going to come back. Javier's going to pitch well, and the offense is going to finally wake up. Because also, look at this. It's Jordan Alvarez for the Astros, and you think about all the other guys in that machine we were talking about. Where did they go? Because you got Altuve batting 160, Bregman batting 217, and Tucker's not even batting over a buck. I mean, you got what? I mean, this is what happens when, when you've got, like, and I'm not saying older, like they're ancient like you today, but I just mean they're when not you've, that. Tucker and Bregman aren't old. Altuve's the only old guy there. Yeah, but the team itself is a little bit more seasoned. The Rangers aren't. Than the that, Rangers? No, seriously, yeah. The Rangers, the Rangers have, they have rookies. They got younger yeah, dudes. Yeah, the Rangers are younger than But, them. I mean, Corey Seager's been a vet. He's like a, he's not a vet, but he's been he's been in the league. Marcus Simeon's been in the league. But have all these guys played as much postseason as as Astros Corey have? Seager's been on the Dodgers, so he okay. was usually playing against the Astros all the time. Yeah, but, so. I mean, generally. No, I mean, you'd expect that the Astros. I think they're just cold. And the Astros, if they're going to want to win this series, you need those three guys to, to – so are you making the case, the you're saying they're cold, are you making the case for, you know, this whole, they took too big of a pause? No, 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 I'm just saying they're cold. Okay, because you know that's that going to be the next argument, right? Yeah, but that's dumb because they beat the they beat the uh, team before, whoever the hell they played, the Twins. So, yeah, and okay. Jordan and Jose Abreu carried them, but I mean, dude, like all I'm saying is if the Astros want to come back and win the series, they need Altuve, they need two of those three to wake up, Altuve, Bregman, or Tucker. Okay. If not, then it's kaputs. Season's over because the Astros are hot right now. Unless the Astros bullpen bent like breaks and doesn't do good. But Rangers. Yeah. Or sorry. Yeah, the Rangers because the Rangers are too hot right now. Um. I guess anything else you want to add to that one? We'll no. jump over to the National League. Yeah, let's get over there. All right, sweet. So National League, we got <laughs> Diamondbacks. We got Diamondbacks and Phillies. You had this series, Arizona in five. That's already now go. I did. I had it Philly in five, and so did Brett. So we, me and Brett both agreed Philly in five here. Yeah, man. Uh, Phillies are good. Yeah. Phillies are Especially really good. at home. Underst <laughs> understatement of the season. Yeah. Phillies, <laughs> Phillies are, are good, really good at home, for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, they, they played 
two road games and they You're split. Right. And they choked the second one. They were winning the second one. They should have won it. Are they playing in Arizona tonight? They're going to Arizona for three games now. Okay. So Philly's down two nothing, or Philly's up oh. two nothing in the series. And this is how we got there. The first game was probably the most entertaining one. Uh, the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. Uh, Phillies beat the Diamondbacks five to three. The Phillies got off to a hot start off Zach Gallen, who was the Diamondbacks starting pitcher. And I was expecting a really good duel between him and Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler held up his end of the bargain. Zach Gallen didn't pitch bad. Sort of like Verlander again, mm. but three solo bombs, uh, one off, uh, one by Schwarber who led off the game and ended up passing Jeter and Jimmy Rollins for the most leadoff home runs in postseason history. He's got four now, and uh, Harper and Castellanos hit solo bombs off Gallon. And really, the Phillies didn't even look back. Uh, Diamondbacks tried to chip away and get back in it, just didn't work for them. Harper, the birthday boy, goes yaw yaw on his on his uh, birthday. Uh, Zach Wheeler threw a quality start, absolute gem, six innings pitched. Handed over to the three amigos, as I call them, in the Phillies bullpen. Sir Anthony, Sir Anthony Dominguez, Jose Alvarado, and the closer, Craig Kimbrell, who's, you want to talk about old, he's been around the block for sure, but he's still putting up great numbers. That was game one. Game two, uh, lopsided. Phillies, like that, that when you want to talk. These are the talk, games you don't want to watch. <laughs> I mean, you watch them, but, like, legit, that's what the guys are talking about. Yeah. Phillies win 10 nothing. Um, we actually had a ball game for about four or five innings because – I mean, it was like 3 nothing, like around there. And the Phillies hadn't pulled away yet. So it was like, oh, well, if the Diamondbacks get an inning going, it's a ball game. But they didn't, and the Phillies had like two innings. So it was 10 nothing at the end of the day. Um, Merrill Kelly started for the Diamondbacks after making some comments that we'll talk about. Um, he actually didn't pitch that bad either. It's just, again, the Phillies are hitting a lot of home runs right now, and they got to Merrill Kelly. And it's hard to win a game when you're a Diamondbacks when you don't score any runs and when you give up 10. The thing about runs, you kind of need them. Yep. So Phillies homer again early with Trey Turner. Uh, Kyle Schwarber homered again in the third, and he also homered later. So he had another two home run game. Schwarber is hot. And remember, we referenced him. Hits like around 200, but he'll hit bombs. He's hot right now, and he's doing exactly that. He's hitting like 219, I think, and hitting a lot of home runs. Um, and Aaron Ola for the Phillies in uh, his last year, I think he's going to be a free agent next year. Six innings pitched, no earned runs, handed over to the bullpen, and at 10 nothing, they don't even have to use the three amigos. They just used the rest of them. And uh, the Phillies got it done 10 nothing. Going to Arizona now, and they're up two games. they got to be feeling good. I know me and Brett are feeling good. They are feeling good. You there's and Longoria no way they're not. are not. <laughs> yeah, there's no way they're not feeling good. Their fans are feeling amazing. I mean, and I think that's – they've got some weird symbiotic relationship going on with their fans right now, and I think that is helping them a lot. <laughs> there's – it's like a hive mind. It's getting weird. Yeah. I now know dressed as a Phillies fan. Yeah, it's weird. It's a hive mind over there in Philadelphia. I am the team. I met someone last night who was uh, a Phillies fan. God bless you. And, I mean, no, no, no. They were fine. They were nice. So, like, no. They weren't watching the game? No. I, we had a game. But, so, like, n- no no shade. But, uh, yeah, they're really fucking excited. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I mean if you had a team like that, I would be excited, too. Yeah, me, too. Me, too, it for is sure. Some, it is some weird thing where I've but never seen weird. a team love I'm, their city this much, and I've never seen the city love them back. It's almost starting to – got to be careful because it's starting to get a little cringe, Philly. All right? Especially if you lose. It's going to be cringe. Uh, no, I think it's only cringe when you when it's, like – you know, the eighth time you've done this and you're going just crazy. <laughs> like if you were the Astros and it was right, like this yeah. seventh time in the ALC. Oh, but I'll give it to him. You guys can have this season. So I mentioned Merrill Kelly making some comments before the game. 
Uh, Merrill Kelly was a, a pitcher. He's the starting pitcher who started game two for the Diamondbacks, right? Mm-hmm. And he was a pitcher for the Team USA in the World Baseball Classic. And he, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, it says it here, right? He says he's not sure if the crowd in Philly is going to trump that in Venezuela and uh, Miami for the Venezuela game. Is what he had to say. And then going into the WBC game, um, yeah, I think that I haven't obviously heard this place on the field. Um, but I'd be very surprised if it if it trumped that Venezuela game um, down in Miami. Why would Miami. you say that? Why would you say that? <laughs> You're asking for trouble, why are these dude. Guys, why are these guys talking? Like, look, I don't hate it because then we at least get drama. But, like, just be quiet. You're asking don't for say trouble. anything. He said, like, oh, it was taken out of context. And I could understand that. I mean, he was probably just saying something that he – but it wasn't really taken out of context. It was, like, taken for what he said. He said that, honestly. Right. You're and poking like, a bear, dude. I mean, and we just saw how it went with Harper – earlier oh, oh no i see it yeah yeah like why why is you know guys look I, i'm not an expert here just stop stop talking shit about the phillies just let like just focus on the game well he didn't pit honestly he didn't pitch that bad of a game yeah but, but you still lost 10 nothing. you so lost 10 nothing two games in philly and the crowd is really probably letting him have i saw some videos of him warming up in the pen and they're chirping and doing what philly fans do and uh i, I think he's actually wrong do you I think Philly is louder than what okay, that World Baseball Classic thing. was. I I actually agree with him. I just wouldn't have said it out loud until after <laughs> the game. Um, because, yeah, no. Uh, you, you think the World Baseball Classic was louder? Yeah, absolutely. I felt At one point, I felt looking at, out in that crowd at the World Baseball Classic that there was like a full like <laughs> Venezuelan barbecue. Go- like people brought it, it was instruments. Sweet. Like there was shit going on back there. Like people were out of their minds, out of control. And I'm not saying Philly's not. You're very well on the road to that, if not very close. They're out of control. But it was just like a different... They would take that as as an insult that you said they're not out of control. Okay. Well, <laughs> regardless, I know, and I'm I feel Philly comfortable fan. saying this as a Hispanic, like, it was. it's just another type. It's just another oh, level of insanity. True. And so, try harder, I guess is what I'm saying. Philly. I disagree with you. You think they were louder than Venezuela? Yeah, and I think though I would like to hear what Maricoli has to say after the game. He probably won't admit, even if they were louder than the Venezuelan USA team. I would never. I'm taking that to my grave. If but they were. Um, yeah, no, I think that the Phillies fans are probably louder just because of like simple math. The the USA versus Venezuela game, the stadium was split half and half with fans for each team. Okay. So if one team, if the USA hit a home run, the USA fans would get loud and the Venezuela fans would be quiet. Vice versa. In Philadelphia. There's no uh, Diamondback fans. It's yeah. all Philly fans. So if Philly does something, which they did ten times, <laughs> the crowd know, would get like loud. Like I said, I feel like there was like a full orchestra. Sometimes you'd look out and there'd be like someone with like a bongo. Like that's hard to. Yeah, but I don't know. The Philly fans are. Crazy. I think he's lying. And the only way that Miami would be louder for the World Baseball Classic is because it's, they had the roof closed and <laughs> the noise couldn't go anywhere. Fair, actually. Yeah, that. That's, that's the only reason why. Acoustically, that's a good point. Yeah, that's the only reason why. Um, and the birthday boy. Bryce Harper goes, yeah, yeah. I have a pick of him. How do you feel about Bryce Harper's celebration? I know we talked about Sellies. This was a pretty cool one. The boys in Philly were talking about this. You come up with the candle celebration. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's crazy. I just, sometimes I just do stuff and that, that felt uh, that felt right. So I thought I'd uh, step on home plate and, and do that. Um, but I just thought about it as I was running around third base. Um, that I'd do it. It's it cool. He's always got about something that? up to sleep. Well, first of all, I want to say uh, I'm birthday. happy that he did not say that he had thought about this. <laughs> I feel <laughs> he like planned that's, it. He just... that's super cringe. Like, how'd you come up with that celebration? And he's like, well, you know, last night I was thinking, you know, that's cringe. That's, yeah, he's got to answer that way. It's like so. Bryce Harper in the mirror before the game. Right. 
Good on you, Bryce. Good answer. <laughs> For once, a guy who knows how to answer these questions without making himself look stupid. You know damn well he was practicing that shit before the game. He's like, no, yeah, I, I just came so. over with it on the spot. Well, I'm becoming a big Bryce Harper fan. Like, honestly, oh, yeah. I've got nothing bad to say about him. That look, It's his birthday, so he gets a special pass. But my rule is also celebrations are not cringe when you are winning success yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that's when cool it's successful like that. then yeah you should celebrate all you want so no issues with that i'm and big bryce harper way to answer look if i'm going to give a media score to guys during this postseason harper. like harper is far and away the lead right now okay i know harper's obviously on top because he's winning he's doing great standing yeah. on his business merrill kelly and arcia rank those two which one's worse as far as like media yeah RC has got to be worse, right? Yeah, RC is like he he gets an incomplete. He like didn't even show up to class. Like he doesn't. No, Kelly got like a C or the yeah. Like I'll give no, I'll give him like a a C plus. Like we could have thought about this a little bit more, but nothing you did was inherently wrong. It was just like why did you say it kind Mm -hmm. of situation. Well, before we look ahead for the final game or not final game three of the NLCS, uh, wanted to point out the. Billy's bats are just absolutely on fire right now, right? Like, they are clicking on all cylinders, and this is what I thought the Astros were going to be doing. But, no, it's just up north in Philly where the colder weather's at. We'll see, though. I mean, hey, there's a lot of baseball left, so. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I think the Astros are real capable of coming back. They are. But just look at what the numbers these guys are putting up. you got Harper hitting 385 with four jacks, in the, and this is the entire postseason, right? 35 four jacks for Harper. Schwarber. With three bombs, he's hitting 219, but he's out of the leadoff spot, and he hits leadoff jacks. That's why they have him there. Uh, Turner hitting 500. In, uh, <laughs> in, that's great. That's absurd. It's got to feel really good. And Castellanos hitting 345 with the sun cheering in, in the first row behind home plate. I mean, these guys are like just seeing the ball like a beach ball right now. And it sucks for any pitcher on the other team. And I know Arizona found that out <laughs> the hard way. It's it's this weird. I I swear to God, it's this Phillies mojo that's going on. Mm-hmm. Like I don't see this happening without those fans. Like this is how this is working. You think? Yeah, they're powering it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Well, on the contrary, where the hell did the Diamondbacks bats go? They were hitting. They were hitting well against the Brewers. They hit well against the uh, the Dodgers. We saw four home runs in one inning. Uh, Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola in the Phillies bullpen just has absolutely just. Put a muzzle on that offense for the Arizona. Yeah, I feel a little bit teased by the Diamondbacks. I was <laughs> expecting more, uh, and they just have not delivered. I sent the text; they didn't answer, and that uh, is feel. I mean, we have to wait. Like it's it didn't only, even didn't answer; it just didn't get delivered. I was gonna say it's one o'clock now, so maybe they have time to like hit me up. Yeah, but no, for right now that. it's well, not we'll looking see. very good. We'll so. see tomorrow. It'll come we'll tomorrow. See. We'll see tomorrow. So they actually go back to Arizona, and they're gonna play three games down. The Arizona are two games down this year. They're going to play three games there in Arizona. And uh, I don't know, do you see them having – I know we talked about it earlier last episode. We said they needed to win one. I, I felt very strongly that they needed to win one in Philly because if they didn't – I mean, first of all, as we said, it's going to be so much harder to come back when you haven't split the first two. Yeah. But also just taking a win from Philly in Philly felt like it would be such a big deal Shoot. given how the situation is playing out between Phillies and the Phillies fan. The fact that they can't, that they could not do that, makes me very skeptical as to whether or not they can continue. And that's why I was so specific about saying like they have to take one, yeah, at in Philadelphia. It's good that they're going home. So the way you look at it, I mean, it's, it's still there's still a road for if you're a Diamondbacks fan, a, don't be possible. worried. It's possible. It is possible. There's a road. It's never over till it's over, as Yogi Berra used to say. But I mean, you gotta win two, obviously, 
because you can't lose two now because yeah. you're going to be out. So you got to win at least two at home of the three games, right? And you got to go back to Philly down 3-2. But then you put yourself – like if you win three games, then you there's nothing to worry about. You guys going to Philly, you just got to win one, which you didn't do before. But, right. I mean, it, uh, hey, it's better than losing the series or going to Philly. If you win two games and go down 3-2 to Philly – you got to win two in a row in Philly. So the road is still there, but you just got to worry. I think if you're the Diamondbacks, you worry one game at a time. Hey, let's make it two to, to one. You have to just think one game at a time. And, yeah, and hopefully being back at home, being comfortable, that can wake them up a little bit. The crowd, the crowd's like with them on their side now. That arid Arizona air, I don't know. But something's got to click for them or else yeah. I, they can't They can't lose again. I think they lose one more and it's officially done. I don't see them <laughs> I don't see them hitting all four. Cool. So let's look ahead to game three here. We got uh, Philly going to Arizona, like we said. Um, the two pitchers that are going off against each other, Ranger Suarez and Brandon Fat. I don't even know how to say that, but that shit, Fat, I guess. Oof. Yeah, that's know. a hell of a name. Yeah. Our name's pretty tough. That one's Our pretty name tough, is... too. So you see the regular season stats. Uh, honestly, if this is a regular season game, Sunday night baseball in the middle of May, I'm probably not watching this. I mean, like these two pitchers, nothing sexy in their regular season stats. Um, but you look at their post, their playoff stats. Now we're talking. You got Ranger Suarez with a 1.04 ERA. Uh, Brandon Fat with a fat ERA. Fat ERA 3.82. But I mean, he had two games started. They didn't lose any of his games under his watch, at least. Um, he's got a higher WHIP. That whip for Ranger Suarez, it means walks and hits allowed per innings pitched. So kind of okay. like how many base runners you give up an inning. Got it. You give up less than one base runner an inning, buddy. You're you're how that's a that's great. That's insane. That's what you want. That is insane. So um, just seeing these starting pitchers, I mean, I mean, it's a no brainer. I want Suarez on this one. I don't know who Brandon Fat is. I know the last time I mentioned having faith in the guys, and obviously <laughs> he's in the bullpen. He's there for a reason. Uh, he's a starter. Yeah, no, he's there for a reason, for sure. Uh, so I want to have faith in him, but no, just looking at this, I mean, it's a stark difference, and definitely Suarez is is who you want to pick. So it good luck to a little, Arizona. Might be a little uh, misleading, though. I think Philly's going to win this game in Game Three, but it might be misleading. Brandon Fat, he did score or throw four point two, four and two thirds scoreless innings his last time out, Game Three against the Dodgers. Okay, which isn't bad. He went into the fifth. Allowed no runs. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't. I'm not looking. I'm not feeling yeah. too hopeful anymore for the. D-backs, no, you think it's all she wrote, pretty much. I re- I don't want to say that because my heart really wants them, but I don't know. They have to change your mind. Yeah, they've got. Yeah, they've got. It's my mind to change. It's tough because I mean, you look at the Phillies' offense. One of the tougher dudes here, Trey Turner, hitting six forty three nine for fourteen in the first two games or last four games he's played, and he's got three bombs. Well, Trey Turner is like a really good example, I think, of what I'm talking about when it comes to these Philly fans because, you know, they were booing him. Yeah, which is pretty cool. And then they decided to start cheering him. And now, look, he's amazing. Yeah. You know, and it's like weird. obviously and you don't he get had it in sure. him before. Um, it's tough. I'm sure it's tough at home to have your own team like booing you. We knew Trey Turner had. had but everyone, yeah, Trey Turner. Had it in him to be good. He had it in him for sure. Who and knew so, that the Phillies fans had it in him to actually to, cheer someone who sucks? They so him not be... and it works. He's he's a good hitter now. So. Yeah, no, I mean it works, and and you know they're getting benefited. That's how that's how this symbiotic relationship with this team and this club is yeah. going. And it this probably fans. did start there. And I think that this kind of it. stuff that only and you know what, the more you see that working as a fan and as a team, you just get more enmeshed. So we have to really be careful. I think as an entire country about these <laughs> Phillies fans because right now they're unstoppable. And Bryce Harper I'm not for saying, president. 
I'm not saying I want to stop them. You know, I, Phillies fans, I, my heart is with you, but um, goddamn, y'all are scary. Yeah. Like, it's unstoppable right now in Philly. They're scary unless you're a Philly fan. Then, yeah, you're, all then, on board. then like, you're cool. It's like kind of like Swifties. You're, you're cool oh, if God. you're with them, but if you're not, then just get out of the way. <laughs> so uh, other storylines with this series going forward, Cattell Marte for the Diamondbacks has gotten a hit in baseball name. I know you're going to say Nine out of ten baseball name. <laughs> Cattell Marte has got a hit in every game so far for the Diamondbacks. He just needs someone else to get hits with him, you know. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. And uh, the Phillies have only trailed at the end of two innings this entire playoffs. So I don't really see that changing too yeah. much here. I think they will lose a game, but lordy. And uh, I don't know, man. They might sweep the Diamondbacks. I'm not sure of anything anymore. This as As good as I feel about being psychic on the Rangers – I feel very defeated. I think this is the only pick I've gotten right, and I don't even want to say that yet because I'm like jinxing it so hard that the Diamondbacks are going to come back. You also went with like the conventional pick. I feel like the Phillies were. They were. This was your. I don't understand. This was my. This was my. Your heart. It was my heart. You should have done that. Don't listen to your heart. Don't they say that? Listen to your heart. Hey man, baseball is about feel. So do you want to bring up your your new Seggy? We have a new Seggy. Lisa Dunn read it. Um, yeah, we can go ahead. So um, I was spending some time on Reddit as forementioned because, uh, you know, I feel like that's where the tea is. This is where the gossip is, the hot goss. So <laughs> the, uh, hot goss. the hot goss of the baseball world. It's in the Reddit because y'all, that's where that's what Reddit is. Um, the tea machine. And a conversation that was happening on Reddit that I thought was interesting was not about anyone who's in the playoffs, but who, as a casual fan, I would have thought I would have heard more about. <laughs> Because I thought he would be in the playoffs. Yeah. Which is Mike Trout. Yeah. So, I mean, do you... So, Mike Trout signs this $400 million deal. Yeah. Right? Over there with the Angels. Yeah. Do you think... Do you think that, like... What's going on in his mind right now? Buddy, I don't know. He's probably on a jet. Like, do you think he... (laughs) Count his fucking money. Yeah, because I'm like, you know... Do you think there are some guys that it's just, and I'm not trying to say maybe specifically Mike, but like just in general, like just show up, have loyalty to a team, do a good job. Don't really, you know, yeah, a playoff would be nice, but hey, you're getting paid either way. I think you, I think everyone wants to win, but right? I think when you talk, there's levels to it, right? Like I'm sure he's fine with his contract, but oh, I, do, for sure. I, I mean, I'm sure he probably, he's just listening to his interviews. Mike Charles is a real laid back dude, kind of chill. And, just listening to him, I feel like he's probably – he definitely wants to win, but I don't know if he's like – I don't think he's okay with not being in the playoffs. But I, I don't know. I just – I don't know. I'm not in the mind of Bryce Harper uh, of Mike, Mike Trout. Trout. But yeah. Bryce Harper, though, you know that dude wants to win. Yeah. Like he says it, and he went to Philly to do that, and ever since he got to Philly, he was like, I want to win. Like I want to bring back a World Series. This is what I want to do. And I don't know if that like – I hate to – I don't know what's in Mike Trout's head. But he's obviously like one of the he's probably one of the best players in the league. Cause now I don't know if you can say he's the best because Otani struck him out in the World Baseball Classic. That's what's so crazy is like before right now, like during the World Baseball Classic and this season, you know, and before, people talk about Mike Trout. He's like one of the best players he, in the he's league. The best. Can you be the best player in the league if you don't have a ring? Yeah, of course you can. Ted Williams was one of the best hitters in the league. And he was probably the best hitter in the league. He never got a ring. Best hitter. But, okay, but Mike Trout's the best hitter. Like when you say okay. player hitter, it's the same thing. No one's gonna give you flowers for being a, a great okay. defender and can't hit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, they'll give you flowers, they'll give you a gold glove, but they're not gonna be like, oh, you know, like whatever his name was was the yeah. best 
player ever because he could catch any ball I ever hit to him. It's like, no, dude, we want to see some hits. Yeah, and I just feel, I guess, too, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a Otani fan. Have been like Ben Verlander, not like Ben Verlander. No, <laughs> you kind of are. You're starting to turn. You, she's becoming the person she hates. It's very slowly. She, is, you know what it is? It's jealousy because Ben Verlander did all that stuff, and I, I wanted to be in Japan. So that's doing what it all is. That. That's she really doesn't is. hate you, Ben. She just wishes she. I was just wish you. I was you. Um, <laughs> no, but he's there too, and I'm like, you've got these really amazing yeah. players. He's like, kind of like, I don't want to say franchise, but like these these personality Marquee. players, people that people know. And they're not, and they're sitting out the playoffs. This sucks. Like you want to see them, you want to see them here, and so they have the two best players in the league, right? <laughs> and now Otani is going to be leaving probably in free agency, which we'll have a field day in the, in the off season talking about where he's going to go. Uh, and Mike Trout, there's talks about him trying to get traded. So really, yeah. So who knows? I so mean, maybe it Angels, bothers him more than uh, more than we think. Yeah, I mean, he, he probably. I mean, if he. He's definitely uh, he's like the kind of guy where if he is having those conversations, he's not going to go to the press no. and let people know. And he, that's he's fine. like very respectable. That's fine. I feel you like. can let the people on Reddit like me wonder about what's going on. Don't yeah. tell us. That's media training, a plus. Yeah. But yeah, no, it is interesting. Uh, knowing that the Yankees got got rid of Montgomery and some of the other interesting plays that the Yankees made uh, as far as their players, uh, I was wondering if Otani would end up on the Yankees. But now think I'm so. thinking that there's no way. They're probably like, Otani. Why you say that? Why you because say that? he's like a good player. So I feel like they'd be like, we don't need him. Look You're at him. Crazy. He's not good. I think every team in the league would take Otani. I just don't think that the Yankees, I don't think he wants to play there. And I don't think they have enough funds for him. Yeah, that's fair. But They're still paying Giancarlo Stanton like an insane amount to not, to like be injured half the year. Yeah. So, so. Dude, yeah. That's Which crazy. Stinks. It sucks for Giancarlo and it sucks for Yankees fans. Yeah. But I don't think so. they're going to, I think he's, look, I think Otani's going to. Do you the think Giants. that as a sport, it would have benefited by having these players in the playoffs? Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. Naturally, you want your so. best players in the sport to play in the playoffs. It's, yeah, it's kind of like LeBron not even being in. Like, yeah, I guess. You know? Yeah. But no, yeah, that makes sense. You definitely want your best players in the playoffs. Well, that's that's about it. That's what I read on Reddit. All right. Yeah. Cool. Mike Trout. This is Reddit. We experience. miss you. Why is he not in the playoffs? Why is the he the Angels not in the stink. The Angels, my problem with the Angels. They don't have any starting pitching. Like, they get all these hitters, like Anthony Rendon, and they sign terrible contracts and sign guys to a lot of money, and then they can't spend their money elsewhere and get real real good players. I mean, that does seem like classic baseball team bullshit. The Rangers did the same thing. They signed a bunch of players to a lot of big contracts, but it actually worked out for them. Oh, okay. So, and I like that they put their team together like that. It's kind of like old-school baseball. Like, they're just going to buy studs, and they did it. Yeah, but okay, you say that, and then the Yankees buy studs, and then everyone's like, that's such a Yankee thing. The Yankees just buy studs. Yeah. No, we make fun of the Yankees because oh, they buy it's... players and they suck. No, that's not yes. always true. No. Yeah. Because... No, well, people get mad at the Yankees like back in the Jeter days because they would buy like old, like Johnny Damon and Jason Giambi. Studs. And, yeah. I don't know why you get mad. Like, who cares? No, I'm just saying. Like, that's exactly what we're talking Yeah, people yeah. would get mad at that. Yeah, that's lame. Okay. Like I feel like I've heard you say comments, but that's fine. We can we can I make on. fun of the Yankees because they get beat by the Rays who spend literally a dollar in chips and they get beat by the Rays and the Yankees spend the equivalent of a million fucking Mercedes Benz. That's fair. And they get beat by someone who can't even afford underwear for their players. That so, is fair. So, so yeah, that I make fun fair. of the Yankees for that. But the Yankees will have another ring before the Rays have the first one, so I don't think they will. I think they will. You wanna bet? Yeah, I, I bet a hundred dollars to raise. I will put a, I will put a hundred dollars on that easily. Okay. Because we might have to wait fifty years, but I know the Rays aren't going to make one. So by then, a hundred dollars would be like a dollar in today's money. Right. So, <laughs> so I'll make that bet. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess that's really everything we ha- we can talk about. I mean, there's other stuff. You see Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey at the baseball yeah, game. Yeah, talk about fans that are insane. You've got, like, a weird divergence of Philly Philly Swifties going on over Yeah, there. they are, dude. Very concerning. Well, Travis Kelsey's in Kansas City, but his brother plays for the Eagles, Jason right. Kelsey. Yes. So I guess there is, like, some kind of... You know, you're starting to have, if you have, like, a board back here, we should actually have a board with, like, string and yarn attached to it. Like, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, the Phillies, Bryce Harper. it's the Illuminati. They own everything. They decide who wins. Marlins, man. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's on the board. We should do that. We should do that. I have a cork board somewhere. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. No, I mean, I'm excited. I know the Rangers are actually playing right now, and I'm actually excited to watch that game. So, I mean, unless you got anything else to add... She's going to Paris, though, so the next time you see us, it won't be here, probably. Please. But unless uh, unless I break into this studio and get all the, the shit figured out, no, it won't be here. She'll be in Paris, and we'll be with Brett and myself uh, next episode. Probably talking over about Zoom. Baseball. Hmm? Probably over Zoom, I'm guessing. Yeah, probably over Zoom. I'm not sure how I'm going to do it, but it will be done, and you will see the beautiful face that is underneath this. You chose it. Well... Yeah, it's a spooktober, so let's see if anything spooky happens Ooh. this this postseason. Uh, so far, not been a lot, Ooh. but who knows? Maybe the Diamondbacks will rise like a ghost from this ashes. One thing I want for the rest of the playoffs, at least to happen once, uh, there has not been any animal interactions. Usually there's like a cat that oh, runs across yeah, the field yeah, yeah. or a squirrel. Or like a squirrel or something. Yeah. Let's get that MLB. Let's figure that out. MLB, like let it. Yeah, like a rattlesnake or something in Arizona. A goat. Let's get a goat. Out on the field. We don't do goats near baseball stadium. A rattlesnake? Do you want to kill somebody? No, but it's the Diamondbacks. Yeah. You want to put a Diamondback on the field? You're crazy. All right. Uh, happy Halloween, guys. And uh, she'll send a picture of her in Paris. See you later. <laughs> See ya. Hi. Hi. You're still here. Yes. Thank you so much for watching this episode. Of course. We appreciate it, and we appreciate your time. If you like this, then make sure to follow us on all the socials, so click Instagram, it. TikTok, and click whatever other videos are here right now. I'm sure there's some that you can watch. See ya.